everyone, welcome to the new episode of Law's Cap, where we continue to bring ideas to life. I am Serena, a teacher at Law Penang, and will be your host for this episode. Here with me are some of our CSI5 students who will talk about their two tasks for this level. Kyla and Waichu, could you please introduce yourselves and elaborate on the task one of CSI 5, where you are required to give a presentation of a particular cause or charity. So, hi guys, my name is Kyla. The topic for me for task one is why we students at this age need to learn music. And this is my hope that um, there'll be more people learn music because Music is something that um, it can make you release your stress. For me, I've learned music for 11 years. Yeah, this is the 11 year learning music. And yeah, I hope that more people will learn music. I'm Wai Chu and it's my seventh year in language arts workshop. So for task one, which is about uh, giving a presentation on a cause or charity, for me, it's like uh, donating secondhand clothes to orphanages. So I chose this topic because I have seen a lot of orphanage. They don't have proper clothes to wear and they don't have enough clothes to wear. My parents are also very kind. They like to help people. So I, yeah, I chose this topic so that I can follow the footsteps. Hello, I'm Yuning, and this year I'm from 3, 15 years old. The things that I hope to achieve is to improve my leadership skills because I'm a leader in my school club. And I also joined the law intern, which assists the teacher to guide the kids for doing something. Uh, the task that I choose for task one is the good cause. And my title for the good cause is Adaptability to New Learning Environment. I think that I want to choose this topic based on my personal experience. I, I often saw that my friends and my siblings, they can't really pay attention during the online class. So, that, so that's why I'm choosing this topic. I just hope that they can learn well and have a happy learning environment. Hello, my name is Koyan Yun and I am 15 this year. So for my task one of CSI 5, I will be talking about helping our schools, dyslexic students to learn better. So the, I'm really, really passionate to help out and that's because I have seen dyslexic students in, in my school are not getting help and I've read articles about them being neglected. So in this task, I'm seeking support from my headmistress. Um, I want to get her permission to hold a talk or, you know, hold mentorship program. So that's what I'm planning to do. And my targeted audience, well, for sure, I want parents and teachers and students help. So I have everything planned out, to be honest, but it's just because of this pandemic thing. So um, I can't bring this out. And yeah, that's something I just put hold on to. And I really hope that the audience out there will be willing to help me. 
sounds like all of you have uh, some experience with the topic that you chose. So now, just a thought to think out loud with this current economic situation where people have uh, lost jobs and basically you can hear about a lot of scams going around and the implementation of several rounds of SOPs. How would you convince the public to contribute or participate actively in your particular cause or charity? First of all, I will be holding mentorship in a talk. Um, I feel that because of this pandemic, we need social distance. SOPs and stuff so everything will be held online and it's really convenient for people to come and mentors can come to listen and they don't have to go a certain location just to attend for the talk or mentorship program so this can reduce the risk of getting infected so and of course I will tell them the advantages that they will get from this certain charity or cause. I am sure that it will be very beneficial to all the students alike with their studies. Also, I feel that this event is a really good indication to appeal to people's conscience to convince them to help out. But this is not just saying without proof because this dyslexic students really need help. So I will list out why they should help the dyslexic students and tell them what they will gain from it. And while doing so, they won't get affected because everything will be held online. So your strategy is basically to get their peers to help them to study and also hopefully to have their peers to support them to have a happy or a better learning environment. Well, thank you, Yan Yun, for sharing this with us. Uh, Jun Ying? Uh, I think I would say that a good learning environment, because now online learning is not new to us anymore. If we need to have a good learning environment, we also need to have a good attitude, which is the people mindset. You mean the people around you will also affect the way you learned? Yeah and basically their understanding and support is important. Well, thank you for sharing that with us, uh, Junying. Now, I would like to hear from Kyla and uh, YQ too. Through social media, uh, maybe like Instagram or Facebook, I'm gonna share with other people. And maybe conducting a podcast alone and it to like multiple platforms like YouTube or Spotify, um, people that listen to it might know about this issue and then they will try to help as much as they can so if they want to donate the clothes maybe i'll station at maybe in front of the orphanage i will tell them some rules maybe like they have to wash their clothes before and maybe i will also make them write their names so if there is any issue that the police wants to track down I can give them the information. Wow. Yeah. Looks like you've thought about it. So you're going to, in fact, explore integrated awareness campaign. And basically, you're going to take steps and inform people to take precautions before they donate anything. That's very good. Okay, now, what about you, Kyla? For me, uh, my topic is uh, recap again. My topic is about 
I would like to, students at this age to learn music. And in this current situation, we can't really go to the music class if it's in a group class. Yeah, we can't go physical and it's really hard to learn as, of course, you know, music, we need instruments. So using online platform is hard for us. But seriously, for those people that are learning halfway, to me, I don't think that COVID-19, this incident is actually a good reason for you to quit learning music because um, learning music, you like, you need to have to master it. You need few years of time. And, but just because of a COVID-19, you left music. And I don't think that's worth it for your effort so many years. My audience will be students at this age and people in my school knows me more. So I think that spreading awareness in my school is more effective than doing it public. Yeah. Kyla, thank you for sharing. Yep, you know what guys, it looks like you've come up with some great strategies and uh, I can see that you are very involved in your cause or the charity event that you're going to organize. Now, you have applied all the skills, techniques and theories you have learned over here with us, such as the rhetorical triangle, vocal delivery, presentation and performance skills and in fact more. Now, in terms of vocal delivery and performance skills, I trust that you all had a first-hand experience recently in planning, rehearsing and producing your own podcast. Please share with us the topic, theme, purpose, and how would these podcasting skills contribute to your task too? So now, Yangin, maybe you could take the lead here. The topic... I would say is worrying educational issues caused by the COVID-19 pandemic in Malaysia because all the topics that we gonna talk about is mostly because of COVID-19 pandemic and for the theme right I would say is education well that's because our topic is related to online learning and we are talking about how students are currently struggling with their online learning, how they can't cope and how they can't um, be in the same level as the other people, how they are left behind. So yeah, that's the theme and topic. Mm. So now let's keep the ball rolling. Kyla, what about you? Share with us about the purpose. Why is having a purpose so important when you do an when you do uh, basically a script for a podcast or produce a podcast? Any speech, purpose is important so that the audience know that uh, what you want to like, what's your uh, target for today's podcast. Purpose is like um, the motivation that drives you toward a satisfying podcast that you would like to produce. So yeah and it also helps you to get uh, most from the things you do and achieve it to summarize it uh basically it's just like having a purpose can ease you more when you are working towards the podcast because you know what you want to work on and you can start from that point 
Yeah, so basically your message will be clear to everyone and be consistent. So you have to have a very clear purpose. Thank you guys. Now, what about Junying? Can you tell us why is having the right topic or theme or purpose so important to the audience? So after knowing about your purpose for writing that speech, I think audience is another thing that we need to be aware of for writing the script because it gets you to imagine who are you going to talk to mm. so that all the audience can relate to your topic and situation, things to change such as the word choice. Yeah. Yes, you're right on track. Yes. So now guys, after you've gone through all this, how do you think these podcasting skills contribute to your task too? How does it help you? Maybe I've, I feel like after I participated in this podcast, I feel uh, a lot more free because I get to share all my thoughts. Hmm. So this is a platform for you to express your thoughts. That's good. What about the others? What do you think? How did this podcasting skill contribute to your task too? With this podcasting skills, uh, I will feel more confident because I know that I have the skill with me and I can know what are the basic theories to apply inside my task tool. Now we're doing this podcast, of course, we'll like training for our task tool because task tool is also about news, podcast or TV. So yeah, it's like an exercise for us to do and yeah, to train ourselves. To enjoy learning, we need to participate actively in our learning process. Thank you. So now, what? how do you feel after participating in all these learning activities then, and assignments that we have planned for you? I gained a lot of knowledge and then like it, it will help me a lot in the future at school or college. Yep. Why you? You're saying that you apply the theory to what you do at school? And yeah, like take an example, like the rhetorical triangle. Yeah. Yeah, it, it can help me a lot in like the school English essays when I need to write them. That's a very good point, Waiju. What about the others? Yeah, I also agree with Waiju because at school we did not learn about this theory and this kind of script writing. I feel that I have learned a lot and I also try to think more quickly. And uh, so it's, you're getting there to be more spontaneous. That's great. Good job, Junji. So now what about the others? Learning in law, to me, I like is like we're using the 21st century learning skills, but and these skills that we learn from law, actually it's not only uh, applicable on education and studies, but also in our future lifestyle or even current lifestyle, we also can apply 21st century learning skills to make things more effective and efficient. Well, Kyla has a really good point there, not gonna lie. By participating in all these activities and assignments, I th we get a lot of skills from it. So for example, we get critical thinking skills which is what we are currently doing right now. We are, we need to think how to answer questions.
questions and stuff in organization skills is another one because we have to do our study journal, which is PowerPoint and slides, how to organize them and meet in a very organized way. For sure, which is problem solving skills. We need to have these skills with us and it's all and it's all the component inside the 21st century skills. So I feel that we gain a lot from it and it's really, really useful for our future education. Yeah, 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 this is wonderful because what you have is something that most students may not have. Clarity, you know what are the skills that you have learned so clearly. Bravo! Yeah, so now, how will these learning experiences prepare you for a better future? Kyla mentioned about what you learn here is the 21st century skills. So Kyla, how do you think it will prepare you better for the future? Just now, what you mentioned about uh, the rhetorical triangle, actually it's just something that um, we can use on uh, script writing or essay writing. And one day we go to university or college, of course, we also need to do to um, write many things. And in future, we also need to write reports or everything to report to our boss. So, so writing this thing, it's like a lifelong skill. And what we learn now, just uh, for example, the rhetorical triangle. Yeah, we can use it for the whole life. So yeah, that's so worth it learning here. You can prepare for the future when you want to host a kind of like workshop or a campaign in your school. I think another thing that we can learn is collaboration because um, in this group, podcast group project, we need to we need to have times to do it together. So sometimes it's very hard for us and practice and recording together, how to work in teams, not mm. work alone. Mm. Yeah, it's one of the most essential skills wherever you go. You guys are all school going youths. What would be the future of education that you'd like to see? I want to see like people are more friendly towards each other. Like they must have that social social skills and they can communicate with other people really fluently it will create a better society well thank yeah. you what you what about the rest of you what would be your must-have list for me flip classroom flip classroom um, we go to class the teacher tell us what should we do one day before and next day like for every chapter we need to do a presentation of a chapter before the teacher teaches and to me, this type of education system will be more effective for people in the future. What do you mean by flipped classroom, Kyla? Okay, so this term, flipped classroom, which is the students present to the teacher. And after the student present to the teacher, then the teacher only do the assessment on the students. And yeah, that's how flipped classroom is. Oh, I see. So you're given the, basically the flexibility to do your own work and to learn before yeah. the teacher teaches you something. I think that's be more independent. Idea. I feel that actually the tuition, they can go for online, not for the, no need to go there for the physical class. And I think online learning is way more easy for me 
while attending the tuition because I don't have to rush to the tuition center. And it's very tiring for that day if I got many things to do. So it's convenient and effective to you. That's great. What about you, Yen Yun? I feel that for the future education, right, they should start to think about teaching students technology right from the early years of their education so that technology does not come out like an alien thing in their later times. As they keep going out, they will need um, technology. They will use a lot of technology, so they need mm. these skills with them. As including technology into the education system. Yeah, that's a good thought too. So here we have it, guys. The voice of our youth on learning and education. Do follow Law's Cap on the numerous episodes of inspirational, educational, informative, and kid-friendly talk shows and podcasts. This is Miss Serena and the CSI 5 students from Law's Cap Penang. Together, we bring ideas to life.